On today's episode with Friday Fire, we ask the tough question of, are you doing enough? Because a lot of times the habits that we have in place may not be moving the mark very much. And we need to evaluate compared to the last week, compared to last month, are we doing things differently enough to expect results? And if not, how can we self-evaluate those things? You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. What is up, Food Code family? Yes. You know, so Liz and I were just laughing earlier about a Barstool Sports thing and whatever. So we have a new challenge from our business coach because you guys, social media is so overwhelming. But basically, Instagram is starting to become harder and harder to get engagement on because of all the different algorithms. Like Facebook has made it harder with groups. Like There's all these different things. And basically, TikTok is like the most organically positive place to post right now to have growth and so he made us challenge one post per day on tiktok which i said i never was going to do in turn i have gotten sucked into the black hole of tiktok and scrolling and just like it is i mean it's hilarious and now what nick and i do all day is we just send each other tiktoks because when he was stuck with COVID and quarantined by himself, he started looking through TikTok. And now we just like send each other TikToks. And I sent him one the other day that I need to send you because it is hilarious. So we joke, he's going to kill me for saying this, but we joke all the time about like when I'm changing and he like walks into the room mm-hmm. and he goes, whoa. And there was a TikTok that said it's a guy like running to his through his house. And it says on my way to see my wife changed after she took a shower, even though I've seen her naked 4,897 times. The comments. I don't I'm not even going to say the comments, but art always has, you know, a comment. And I'm like, dude, I'm just like trying to get my bra on. I'm just just trying trying to to get get my pants on and get get my kids off to daycare. (laughs) This isn't this isn't the time. (laughs) <laughs> oh man so much. i still want to um, i still want to make the one and i haven't been able to go back and find it but i still want to make the one that's like after the kids go to bed and i posted about it the other day because it's me in the morning making my coffee doing my waffle in the air fryer and that's exactly what art said when he came down the stairs he's like Shh, you're gonna wake marcus up and i'm like this would be a perfect moment we just need to set up cameras like throughout the house yes, to capture right? art actually captured me Becca sent me a video not too long ago of the, or maybe I sent it to you. I don't remember now. You sent it to me. Yeah. Of this lady. She's like cleaning and dancing. Well, I was cleaning on Saturday and I just put my headphones in because Art was watching a show and I was getting ready to vacuum and I'd rather just like listen to music than just the straight vacuum. And one of the songs came on um, from college, like way back in the day. And I was just like jamming out and I look like a total idiot because I'm wearing my mother-in-law's, um, puffy sweater because I was freezing at the same time and like totally mismatching, but whatever. I don't care. The house got clean. That's the point. But yeah, I think we just need to start setting up like cameras around the house just to capture the moments. I was telling Becca today, I was going to start doing like a day in the life recording. And then I looked to myself and I'm like, Oh, girlfriend, you need to get a spray tan before we start doing this because I'm so pale. 
so pale. I, I am. Yeah. I'm getting a spray tan next Wednesday before we go out, out of town for our, this wedding we have. And I always get nervous with spray tans because like mm-hmm. you can go too dark and it can look weird. Yeah. And like, so I'm going to a new place because the girl that I used to get to come to our house freaking can't find her phone number because mm. I get them like once every 12 months. And so like, I cannot remember her name for the life of me. And she's super nice, but she doesn't do it anymore as like her profession. She really only does it for like people that she's done it before in the past. And she was awesome, but I'm trying a new place and it's like at a salon. So I'm hoping, you know, legit ish, Yeah, but I'm just fearful. I'm always just afraid that it's going to be streaky or it's going to turn out like orangey. So I actually started doing them at home. I just need to get I order the mitts that you put on your hand so that you can get it, um, mm. you know, put on the application, put on. And there's one that I really, really like. It smells like coconut. We ordered it from Amazon. I think it's called CC plus or something like that. And that one has worked really well or the tan wipes. I think that's what it's called. It's so funny because my husband will also do the tan wipes. Like before we go somewhere, if we're going like a tropical destination and it's just hilarious, but at the same time I get it for him too. It's like, mm-hmm. you want to have some yeah. sort of tone or color, not show up to the beach, pasty white. And then, Spray tans are like losing five pounds instantly. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You just, you look better. That's why they do yeah. spray tans right before physique yeah. shows. Cause it just makes your muscles pop. But mm-hmm. Anyways, we are here to talk about, are you doing enough? And lately I've gotten some messages from followers. And so first and foremost, I just want to say thank you guys. Beck and I really appreciate when you message us and let us know how much Mm -hmm. our messages resonate with you. We know that Friday Fires can be tough love because that is the intention of Friday Fires, really taking that hard look in the mirror, taking that self-evaluation from the place of love for you to be able to improve your life and make the changes that you need to, to gain more confidence, to reach your goals in a better way. And so first, I just wanted to say thank you for that, for the messages that we've got, because they're like Friday fire sometimes, man, it's just what I needed. It is talking to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. I mean, like you guys, we do these because I think that sometimes people will not have the tough conversations themselves. And Mm -hmm. in my experience, those are when you learn the most and grow the most. And so Liz and I are here to spit fire on the podcast, Mike, because I think sometimes we need to hear it. And, you know, it really is just like it's not ever directed at any of anyone. So please do not think that we are doing this like at you. It is always just, you know, what we get inspired by that week or what topic we're thinking about a lot that week. Um, So today... We are talking because I think a lot of times, and I'm going to caveat this as always, there always needs to be a caveat so people don't get offended or get your panties in a bunch. But basically, there are seasons of life where checking the boxes is right. It is enough. It is all you can muster. But in other seasons of life, in what we call push seasons, where you are trying to accomplish a bigger goal, you are trying to have self-growth, sometimes doing things as you've always done them isn't going to be enough. And I think that a lot of times people are doing these things, thinking and expecting results. And so we want to ask today, like, here's the hard question. Are you doing more than just going through the motions? Like, why do you deserve results? That's what I would ask. And that's a hard question. Like, that's like a punch in the gut type question of, Mm. oh, okay. Can you truly answer that you've given everything? every variable you've worked to control, every workout you've tried your best and pushed to get stronger. 
each choice you're faced with, you've made the choice that was right for your goals. Or if you didn't, you've learned from it and haven't repeated that. Like, I think that there's some things in general in like fitness world and health world that are just kind of, you need them like the foundations you're doing the workouts, you know, four or five times a week, you're tracking your food, you're going for walks, you're drinking water, but you guys, unless your life and your lifestyle prior to doing these things was absolute crap. These springs probably are just going to help you maintain. Mm -hmm. They're not going to like excel you to a better place, maybe really slowly, but not at the speed that a lot of people want to see results. And so that's the hard thing to realize like even though you're doing what feels like a lot it probably isn't going to be enough if you've been doing a lot of those things already yeah because that's your baseline right maybe when you first started getting into fitness and nutrition all of these things felt easy right the changes that you made were simple they were effective they got your results but now this is your new baseline and so it's time to level up like if you're not there yet if you want different results than what you've had recently, then you're going to have to work a little bit harder. You're going to have to pull on the levers a little bit harder. And from the standpoint, we're not talking about slash your calories to 800 calories. We are totally against that. We are talking about evaluating, am I making the choices day in and day out that truly serve my goals? Am I saying no to the things that I need to say no to? Am I evaluating you know, the bites, looks, and taste of things that maybe I get to enjoy in maintenance? You know, Am I leveling up my step count? Right? I think Neat, your non-exercise energy expenditure is the number one underrated exercise for fat loss. People think it's stupid just to go for a walk. How can that be impactful? It is so important because your body doesn't adapt to it, right? And it's super, super important to help manage blood sugar levels, to improve productivity, to get vitamin D, to get sunshine on your eyes, to keep energy production going. And we always say like energy creates energy, right? And so maybe you're feeling like, I've been in a calorie deficit for a while. I've been doing kind of the minimum with my workouts. Maybe you're going two to three times a week. Maybe you're hitting 10,000 steps. Well, then maybe we need to pull that lever harder and we need to push harder in our workouts. Maybe we need to add a day of training. Maybe we need to add a couple of thousand steps you know, to our step count. That's one of the biggest things that I've done in my fat loss phases as a non-negotiable is increase my step count. Because quite frankly, I don't want to spend 90 minutes in the gym. I don't have 90 minutes to spend in the gym five days a week. But what I can do is I can microdose walks in to help my step count and expend energy that way. And that also supports my recovery so that I can go back in and train harder, be more intentional and more intense and lift heavier in the gym. But if you're just thinking that the cardio, like going and doing this extra spin class or running on the treadmill more or, you know, smashing yourself with a high intensity workout, that's going to be the key. I'm here to tell you that it's probably not the key because now you're creating more stress on the body. And so how do we look at the levers that we can pull appropriately to help you further level up, right? And dial things in. Maybe you've not really been intentional with tracking your food. Like you're tracking your food and you know that you're most of the time getting close to your goals, but you're not making the proper adjustments to actually knock your goals out of the park to get your protein adequate every single day, not three days out of the week, right? Well, yesterday was a good day. So today, you know, I can assume that it's going to be good. No, you're not there yet. You need to continue to track. And this is one thing we show our clients on calls sometimes when we stack their, you know, my fitness pal or their food log day to day and we show them here's the variation. Your body isn't going to respond Absolutely. consistently if you're not consistent. Absolutely. And like you guys, the hard truth is if you're a whole life dieter, like you're, you've been in the game for a while, your body gets used to being in a restrictive place. Mm -hmm. 
it doesn't respond as quickly or as well every time you do it. And so if you've been the person that has been the yo-yo dieter, you've done like cutting carbs before and bread and pasta and that used to work, like your body's going to adapt quicker. It's going to change and respond much faster to where you're going to plateau faster or you're not going to see any response at all because your body's like, oh, I'm used to this. You do this to me all the time. And so we have to look at like this funnel gets tighter and tighter of what gets us results. So don't get angry. Like, don't get angry that the 15 pound dumbbell Instagram workout that you're doing isn't getting you your toned body that you want or your sculpted shoulders like or that Liz was talking about tracking your food, but never actually hitting your intake levels consistently for more than a couple days isn't getting the scale to move or when hitting your intake level, but with a bunch of crap processed foods isn't making you feel awesome. Like you guys, yes, there is effort being made here. We understand that. We understand you're taking the time to do the dumbbell workouts. You're taking the time to track your food. But at the end of the day, if you aren't seeing the results that you want to see, you got to ask yourself like, okay, what else do I need to do? Don't get mad that what you're currently doing isn't working. Ask yourself and evaluate, what do I need to do? What, what can I level up? Have I, what have I not been pushing as hard with? I know for me, like I'm currently in a cut phase right now and I was getting a little burned out last week and I saw it. Like I saw in my actions, I was starting to take more bites of things. I wasn't tracking as perfectly. I, I mean, I was still tracking and I was still within probably 50 to hundred calories, but it was starting to slip more and more. And I was like, you know what? This is exactly what's going to happen. And I'm not going to see the same results that I want to see. And so we had like, you guys, Listen, it's hard. I am not discrediting that at all. It is hard sometimes to see results. And I have been in this game for over 10 years of weight loss and body composition change and weightlifting. You guys, PRs don't come easy for me. Heck, I, I mean, like postpartum PRs do, but like, I don't know if I'm ever going to PR compared to my lifetime PRs anymore, but I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying to lift heavier and heavier. I don't know if, you know, my intake level, I'm probably not going to see five pounds lost in the matter of three or four weeks. It's probably going to take me a month and a half to see like it, the, the patience has to become greater and you have to be ready to level up more and more the longer that you do this, because it is a weight and fitness and health and body composition change is a law of diminishing returns. You are going to see less and less from what you're putting in long-term. So you have to be ready to do more and more. And that's a hard pill to swallow. It is a hard thing, but you got to be ready for that challenge because you guys, at the end of the day, if you're keeping these things in place, like the habits of tracking, working out with, you know, the same weights you've always done, getting the 10,000 steps a day that you've always gotten, you're going to maintain. And that's great in certain seasons of life. Heck, Liz and I say all the time, maintenance is progress at certain phases. But if you've always been doing these things, even though they take effort, that effort might not be giving you the progress that you want to see. Yep. And then you have to self-evaluate. Yeah. And we get it. Like we totally get it that cut phases suck. We get it that it takes more time to weigh and measure your food. We get it that you have to spend more time planning and, you know, preparing your food to the week. We get all of that. But at the end of the day, it's a minimal investment if you want to see the changes. Like I was making a video the other day, weighing your food out, guys, it takes me 15 seconds maximum. Like I just put the bowl on the scale, throw my protein in, throw my carbs in, throw my fats in. It's really not that much effort 
but it is necessary if you want to be dialed in. If you're just picking generic entries in my fitness pal and you're just going with it, like this I've seen time and time again, right? Where we have one entry that says, I'm just going to throw, throw this out there, like lobster bisque. And then we have another entry that says Kirkland lobster bisque. Actually, this is a real story. So if my client's listening, she'll know because we were comparing this the other day. There are two totally different entries that can throw off your whole day by 150, 200 calories. So you need to be intentional with how you're tracking. You need to backload your day. So one thing that I do, or sorry, back in your day, one thing that I do a lot of times is I put my dinner in first. I generally know I'm always going to eat the same breakfast, my pre and post workout. It just works for me. Then I adjust my lunch and I adjust my snacks around that. I was sharing this with a client this morning. We're doing steak tonight. I knew my lunch today, this cowboy stew that I made, it had a little bit of fat from the bacon. It had a little bit more carbs from the beans and then it had chicken tenders in there and some other vegetables. Okay. I need to remove some fat from my snacks because I still want to fit the steak in tonight. And so you can do these things and hit your goals. You just have to be a little bit more intentional. And what we will say is like amazing you know, job to you if you are doing more than the population. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you are into health and fitness and you're probably already doing a lot of these things that we're talking about as your baseline, which is awesome. That's a total win. But if you're not happy, right, then you have to look in the mirror and you have to evaluate and ask yourself, what am I willing to change and what more could I be doing to inflict greater change? And it sucks. It it does suck that it's a law of diminishing returns. It does suck that you've been at this for 10 to 12 years, and it's way harder this time. Becca and I get that because we've both recently done cut phases. It's way harder than it used to be. But at the end of the day, your grit and your resiliency are also in a much better place. And so you can do these things. You just have to make the decision that you're willing to get down in the trenches and do the work for a period of time. And don't try to do this for 16 weeks. Like That would be the last thing that I would ever advise anybody who's been in this and in this game for a while. Give yourself like six weeks, pull out of it, reverse back to maintenance, take a little bit of a break because it is mentally taxing. It is exhausting. And I love maintenance life so much more than I love the cut phases. That's why I personally, I like to do them in shorter sprints because it helps me mentally adhere. Because when your adherence starts to suffer, now you're just spinning your wheels and then your frustration is only going to become elevated. And that's when we see most people quit and say, well, forget it. All of this effort that I'm putting in is null. I'm getting exhausted. I'm getting tired of this. And then they slide back to where they were in the first place. But if you can get down in the trenches, do the work, grind for six weeks or so, come back out into maintenance for a little while and maintain, like actually maintain your fat loss. That's, in my opinion, the best case scenario if you're someone who has, again, been in the game for a long time, years, decades, you need to understand that your uh, mental you know, game is strong, but it is also a lot more challenging than it was the first go around. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's some like big questions that I would want to leave you guys with, with evaluating, are you doing everything that you can? And Liz and I are going to do another podcast, I believe early next week around this of weightlifting and your workouts, because you guys, at the end of the day, when it comes down to body composition change, which is what most people want, most people think they want weight loss. It's not real. Most people want body composition change. You want to look different. At the end of the day, nutrition alone will not do that. You need to lift weights. Cardio might make you a smaller version of yourself, 
But you guys, if you're looking for like a waistline and, you know, sculpted shoulders, legs that have shaped to them, you got to lift and you need to probably lift heavy. And at the end of the day, you probably are going to get nervous even about some of your workouts, like doing things that make you uncomfortable, not cherry picking workouts, not cherry picking movements that you like or don't like or aren't good at. Another question, are you tracking, weighing and measuring all of your food, even the bites, licks and tastes? Because you guys, this is a difference maker in a calorie deficit and not. And the weekends, are you doing this even on the weekends? Because I can bet that about 90% of you out there are not. And are you getting enough sleep 90% of the nights? Because if you are not recovering properly, if you're not getting enough sleep, you are not going to see fat loss. And so the biggest evaluation is like, are you doing some of these things? Okay, what could you do or what have you been doing differently compared to the past week, the past month? What can you truly say that you are doing differently that you would expect to see results from? Because that is the bottom line. And at the end of the day, guys, here's the hard thing. Like if you aren't seeing results, guess what? You probably got to do more. And I think that we see this a lot of times when people hire a coach and they feel that just because they hired someone, that alone is going to make a difference. And then in turn, it doesn't become the magic token that they were expecting and they get frustrated because they're like, well, I, I expected that by starting this program, something was going to happen. You guys hiring the coach. Yeah, that's a big step. That's not the hard part. The hard part is implementing what that coach might be asking you to implement. The hard work isn't put in yet. Once you hire someone, you've allowed for yourself to have a less painful, <laughs> shorter journey, likely because the coach is going to help you with things that you do not have experience with. But at the end of the day, you have to understand that like the work hasn't been done yet. You have to put in the work to get the results yourself. It is that self-responsibility that we always talk about. And this is a hard, hard reality because you want it to, you guys, it's human nature to want this stuff to be easy. But unfortunately, we got to self-evaluate and really ask ourselves, like, am I doing everything that I could be doing? Because I would say most people are not. And that's not a bad thing. It's just a real honest thing that we need to look at and figure out what could I be doing differently. Yep. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're starting to think of all the rationalizations and the excuses, or you're blaming other factors, you got to take a step back and you got to have an honest conversation with yourself to put yourself in check. Because at the end of the day, you can have the best coaches in the world. You can have the best doctors in the world. You can have the best teachers in the world. But if you're not there showing up, taking responsibility and putting in the work, nothing's going to change guys. Nothing. And so, and a lot of times I think when we hear these tough messages, we start to say, well, but well, this, well, that, right? Listen, maybe this isn't the season for you and that's okay too. This isn't the season for you to get in the trenches and dial in. Maybe you're going through a really high stress time right now. Maybe you've experienced a tragedy. You've just lost somebody or you're changing careers or you have a big life event that's you know happening and you're going through a season that doesn't allow you to do these things. Don't feel bad about that. I would encourage you to hang on to all of the good healthy habits that you do have and fall back on those things in this season. But if you're in a season where you're frustrated, you're upset, you're angry, you're getting resentful, before you blame other people, before you start to rationalize and say, but this, but that, so-and-so brought this, you know, they didn't put it in your mouth. They didn't chew it. They didn't put it in your stomach. They didn't make you drink it, right? 
that is the tough pill that we all have to face at some point in time. Beck and I both have had different times of our life where we have had that hard check reality check for ourselves. And that's why we share these messages with you because we want you to do better than you are today. And if it's not today, maybe it's in you know a couple months from now that you decide, okay, this is the time. This is my push time. This is my go time. That's okay because you should be living your life in maintenance. Majority of life should be in maintenance. We talk about this a lot with planning, periodizing, planning out your cut phases and things like that. So don't leave this podcast feeling bad if this isn't the season for you to push. But when it comes time to push, Take an evaluation of all of these things and ask yourself, what are the things that I need to do differently? What are the levers that I need to pull a little bit harder so I can get the results that I want? Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.